0: Last time on Pokemon Rollout Professor Sneeze, Charlie, and Liliana Traveled down the road When a pair of Shelmet fell out of the sky One of which struck Charlie on the head These were dropped by some Starly That were in hot pursuit of their dinner Charlie caught one of the Starly While Sneeze and Liliana caught the Shelmet They then encountered some Nidoran Playing tag with a few Bunnelby They caught a few of the Nidoran Before the Mother Nidorqueen awoke And chased them away Later that night, their eggs hatched, Charlie hatching a Ponyard, Liliana hatching a Growlithe, and Sneeze hatching an Apom, who had a few interesting things to say. Let's find out what happens next on Pokémon Rollout.
1: Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast.
2: What's your
0: name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie. I'm Michael,
2: and I play Professor Sneeze.
3: And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana.
1: Hey, Lydia's
3: back! Yay.
2: Yay!
3: I'm not a snowman! (laughs) That's a plus. I think so.
1: Okay, for Liliana, the Growlithe egg begins to heat up even as you set it down. The orange and black egg begins to glow brighter and brighter before cracking and falling apart in the heat. Sitting in the ring of scorched earth is the Growlithe, the tiny puppy Pokemon somehow looking immaculately groomed despite only emerging from its egg moments before. It gazes up at you with adoring eyes. All right. So last time we left our group, uh, they were just staring at uh, Professor Sneezes Apom that just introduced himself as the archetype of fact. Yeah. What do you do next?
0: Ah.
2: Uh, hi.
0: <laughs> hey, did 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 your Pokemon just talk? Um... That was
2: super weird. Uh, it, did you hear that, too? I thought maybe the poison had some lingering effects.
1: The a tilted tilts his head. Poison? Ah. Interaction with... Ah, Nidoran earlier. Uh. Minor poison. Should be alright. Questions? Ye- we'll attempt to answer them.
2: Are, Are you, a, you hallucination?
1: a hallucination? The a turns to Charlie. Has trainer shown earlier signs of senility?
0: What? Maybe hey, a problem. I heard
2: that. I'm old. I'm not
0: deaf. Did Were you able to tell that it was poisoned through the egg?
2: Ah,
1: no. The apom climbs up and pokes at a part of Professor Sneeze, which hurts a little bit. Ow! Impact point suggests small horn, suggesting Nidoran or similar. Uh, furthermore, farther uh, observation experiences, slight fatigue, uh, a bit of pain, and some evidence of tiredness or belief in hallucinations. That suggests something of the Nidoran line. So suggesting Nidoran attacked earlier, not too, uh, not too dangerous.
2: A little Sherlock Holmes monkey, if Sherlock Holmes existed in this universe.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe Nuzlocke Holmes. Oh dear. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Charlie uh, sits there looking at this A- Aipom. I mean, obviously he hasn't seen anything like this. He's he's nearly forgotten his his poniard uh, next to him. So he's looking at the Pokemon and. Out of curiosity, uh, Charlie has uh, is novice in occult education. Would there be any, like, lore or something to that effect that might be beneficial? Give me a roll. Okay, uh, so this is the yeah, occult education. 3D6, I got a good roll 12. Very nice. Um, Archetype, he, he introduced himself as an archetype of fact.
1: Archetype is something that has shown up in mythology and other things in there. There's not really much information about them, except that they seem to appear during times of change. Archetype is sometimes interchangeable with Avatar, but Avatar of what isn't very clear.
0: Okay. Now, out of curiosity, in case I did math poorly, if, if my roll was a 14, would that help it at all? <laughs> no, that, that would give you about the same result.
2: Okay, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Says the math teacher. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll share okay. this with all of your students so they can mock you mercilessly. Of course. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> how How are you talking? Archetype of facts.
1: No facts, such as language, vernacular, spelling, syntax, syntax difficult.
0: So are are you supposed to do something or are we supposed to do something with you? Uh, depends. Archetype. Perhaps further explanation of archetype
1: warranted. Archetypes based on elemental type, further specified by actual species, finally guided by personal experience. Example. Fact archetype is normal type. APOM seen as useful helpers, guides, assistants. Driven to gather information to trainer and trainer goals. Strong predilection for absorbing Snorlax. Strange. Regardless, ability to speak at birth byproduct of archetype and species. Others may learn if taught.
2: I'm really confused. You're a talking apom, but you're also something else? Archetype of fact. Archetype of fact.
1: Archetypes, perhaps, uh, guardian or preserver. Sent down times of change to ensure embodiment continues.
2: Embodiment?
1: Embodiment of ideals, such as fact, Ah. truth, knowledge, rebellion, verve, terror,
2: those... Several different types. I see. So you have a mission of some kind, of sorts. Still
1: general at the moment. More it becomes more specific through interaction with world-specific uh, trainer bonded to things such as that. Was considered archivist last time. Uh, last time arrived. Spent archivist? most of time in library. The
2: the archivist of, of a library. Library of sorts developed first. Interesting. So, you know lots of
1: things. Still general at moments. Some specifics, <laughs> more general things. Not so much personal histories, unfortunately. Ah. That domain of knowledge.
2: Would you know, for example, are the feeding cycles of Snorlax dependent upon the phases of the moon?
1: General, Generally feeding type of Snorlax dependent upon food cycle and sleep patterns. However, some abnormalities have been expressed or seen over years. More Further study would be necessary.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
1: <laughs> Haypon yeah. continues to scamper in the Ah, uh, Two more archetypes. Very good, very good. What? He points to the Growlithe and then to the Ponyard. Two more. Generally gather in groups. Especially near, near end of cycle.
2: They, these two Pokemon are archetypes too?
0: So,
1: do they
2: A-pum-
1: talk? <laughs> Apom freezes for a moment and looks. Yes, and turns to uh, Charlie. May learn if taught. Not a, not archetype effect. General general intelligence, knowledge, uh, ability for interspecies speech enhanced due to archetype status, but not s- specific talents do not lie towards speech and facts such as
0: mine. Well, what's what's mine? The 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 arch nemesis of uh, ar- archetype. <laughs> yeah. What, what what's
1: it, mine? Looks at the poniard. Dual archetype, interesting mixture. Dark archetype is solitude, quiet. Steel archetype, creation, expression, art. Combined, create creature focused on creation and expression to exclusion of all others and all else. Uh, with poniard species, often expresses itself in skill in the art of battling. The poniard has finished slicing up the bits of the egg at this point, and now has started to weave the long pieces together into some sort of complicated webwork. But it's still ignoring the whole group. It can be difficult to befriend, but poniard species gives advantage of hierarchical society. Will obey orders of superiors.
2: Fascinating, fascinating. What about the growlith?
1: He looks over at the growlith. Fire is archetype of love. Faithfulness. Zeal. Combined with Growlithe usually finds expression in loyalty, devotion to a cause, or strong focus on a specific goal. As he speaks, the Growlithe wags his tail, barking excitedly and running around to bump into all the other Trainers, before jumping back to Liliana and trying to lick her face. Strong mixture. Growlithe archetypes, especially when evolved to Arcanine, devoted to Trainer, ensure his or her prominence in endeavors. Last Growlithe archetype, approximately 300 years ago, bonded to zealot named Agony. What What? name is significant?
2: Zero. Well, yeah, Ag- Agni led a a revolt, right? Am I right?
1: <laughs> sort of was. Um, just for clear things, the, this is the general knowledge. You'd roll a oh. uh, knowledge, like a cult, or knowledge history to get a little bit more. Or sorry, knowledge general to get a little bit more. But um, Agni was part of the last D-Rebellion, and he struck down the Emperor.
2: That's right. I'm gonna roll a general education just to see what more I get. That's 13. Agni was
1: fairly high up, but was um, in the D-Rebellion, but was stopped from going higher because he was considered too zealous, even, by the Mm. High Command. Uh, Way too focused on what he was doing. There are some hints of an Arcanine Mm. that was a... Pokemon of his that was known as kind of his emblem, or at least one of his signature Pokemon that he used, but there was no indication that it had supernatural
0: powers. Okay. I'm not sure if it'll help, but I rolled a six in occult education. You don't glean anything more. That's what I guessed.
3: <laughs> it was a good roll anyways.
0: <laughs> Valiant effort. Not with three dice. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay.
2: Well, this is okay. a lot to take in. I think with the with the poison and with a, a talking apom, ah, uh, I'm I'm going to go to bed. I'm very A-pum tired. Apom looks at
1: the Apom looks at the sky. Approaching nightfall. Fair time for sleep.
2: Glad you approve. Destina- destination? Tonight in, in, into my bedroll.
1: Ah. Perhaps tomorrow then if promptly curls up and uh puts its hand its tail hand underneath its head
2: do I do I put you in a pokeball or or would you rather just sleep out in the open
1: would prefer not uh prefer uh space outside to observe and see okay would allow That's... further expression uh further expansion of pokemon team if one would prefer not to.
2: That's that's fine. You you do you.
1: <laughs> so, just a quick uh bookkeeping thing. If you guys choose not to capture uh your these uh archetype Pokémon, uh you can keep them with you and they won't take up a slot on your Pokémon team. Mhm. However, they're at they're out in the open, which means they can be targeted by attacks at any time.
0: Mhm. Are we able to battle with them, or definitely yes? Okay, so we could technically have seven. Yes. Okay, including them, unless including they're them. in pokeballs.
1: Unless they're in pokeballs, then they take up a slot. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Um, Charlie's really curious. Does he? Obviously, he can tell that uh, the Aipom is talking. Um, so he asks. Um. Hey, hey, Apom, uh, are you able to talk and communicate with uh, with, art, with the other archetypes? Apom looks up
1: and makes a chirping noise. <laughs> Ponyard looks at it briefly and then just looks away while well, the uh, Growlithe jumps up excitingly and starts barking back.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I have an emo high school student. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Don't worry. Is. Don't worry, you haven't taught him to write yet, so he can't write any poetry. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm but, sorry. But,
0: but his hands are literally blades. I mean come on. Or I'm sorry, her, she her.
1: can't write any poetry. She,
0: yes, she, yes. <laughs> she is a lady. Yes, she is a lady.
3: Get it right.
0: Ah. I mean, yeah. she literally has hands as razor blades, that's not a good combination.
1: <laughs> the, the the A palm looks back to you. Children at moments. Newly hatched. Still trouble gathering basic concepts. Of communication possible and speech eventually human speech okay
3: well can the APOM be a translator between us and our pokemon right now then
0: definitely that's cool uh charlie just kind of is really fascinated by all of this so he kind of watching ponyard
3: <laughs> okay Liliana's is um, just kind of zoning out as she's like scratching behind the um growless ears oh
1: Growlith is super excited about the scratching. Yay. (laughs) And uh, then it kind of notices the apom laying down and gives a big old puppy yawn and stretches out itself.
3: Oh, Liliana's going to lie down beside it and curl up with it.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, Meanwhile, the pawn yard has finished whatever web work it is, and it gets up and looks around, and it finally notices a rock and, like, a smaller tree next to it. And it goes over and throws the webwork on top of it. It's a hammock. Yeah. I mean, it jumps onto the hammock and goes
0: and and starts going to sleep. Cool. Uh, Charlie goes over and uh, lays down uh, next to the pawn yard. Professor okay. Sneeze goes to sleep in his tent.
1: Since he has, he's the only one with a tent.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Everyone goes to sleep for the night. Charlie. Yes. In the early hours of the morning, uh, you awake to what sounds like something sniffling coming nearby.
4: Okay.
0: Um, I guess I'll do a perception check to find out more details on this. Okay. Uh, that is a twelve. For real this time. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, it sounds like it's coming from right near your camp, maybe uh, like just over the, the the next hill nearby. The weirdest thing about it is, is the sniffling noise definitely sounds like it's coming from a living creature, but you don't hear any other sounds, even though the sniffling noises, noise is moving across the ground.
0: Okay. Uh, Charlie wouldn't bother to wake up anyone else. He'd just uh, go and see what's up.
1: Okay. Um, if you're going quietly, give me a stealth check. Sure. And then you guys can do a perception check while asleep to see if you were awoken awoken by it.
2: A sleepy perception check.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Well, let me tell you, uh, Charlie isn't all that stealthy. He <laughs> rolled he rolled a, th- <laughs> rolled a three.
2: <laughs> okay. I got an eleven on my perception. All right.
3: I got an eight.
2: Both of you are awakened by
1: Charlie tripping over the remains of the Growlithe egg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, who goes there? What's going on? Oh, hey, uh, sir, sorry to wake you, uh, but there I heard something over here, like something sniffing. Or I, I don't know. I wanted to go see what it was. Oh, what did you hear? Sniffing.
3: Sniffing. I'll come with you. Yeah.
2: Let's, let's right, see. Are... Uh, is my is um the APOM around. The uh
1: three Poke- baby Pokemon are still very much asleep. Okay. But yep. they are
2: nearby and around. Okay. Um I am going to release Melody, my Jigglypuff. Okay. And I'm going to say, Melody! Watch over these Pokemon. Uh, and if, if anything comes and tries to disturb the camp while we're off looking, uh, just shout for us and sing for us as loud as you can, but defend these Pokemon.
1: Melody kind of gives you a look when you say shout, but as soon as you say sing, she nods decisively and starts looking over them.
2: Thanks, Melody.
1: Okay. You guys head over the hill, and once you get there, you see what looks like a large-ish Pumpkin-shaped Pokemon with what looks like like tufts of dark fur coming out of the top of the pumpkin, which has a very a somber-looking face over it. It's just floating across the ground, and floating behind it is a small candle. Mm. But the candle has a face on mm. the front as well, and its flame is glowing an eerie purplish. The candle Pokemon is following kind of reluctantly behind the pumpkin Pokemon, and it looks like its flame is nearly out. Hmm. Then the the candle Pokemon sees you, and it suddenly, uh, its flame suddenly grows a little brighter, Hmm. but it reacts and hides behind the pumpkin Pokemon. The pumpkin Pokemon looks up and sees you and breaks into a smile and then seems to be trying to push the candle Pokemon out in front of it. Pokemon education or occult education?
2: I will roll well, Pokemon I... Ed.
0: And I'll roll for occult. Um,
2: Thirteen. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, and I got uh, I got a nine in occult. Okay. So, Professor
1: Sneeze, you know that the pumpkin-type Pokemon is called a Pumpkaboo, which is a ghost-type. that's also based on grass. Mm. And is out and about. Um, The candle type is a litwick, which is ghost and fire. Paul, you know those names as well, but you don't know the types. You know that a pump is known for, or is at least in legends, known for ushering departed souls to where they can rest. Hm. Whereas a litwick... Its flame is burns. Its flame burns by taking a little bit of the life energy of everything around it.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: and, uh huh. Creepy. And I would I would take a moment to uh, relay that information to uh, to my uh, comrades.
2: I, I would share also what I know of the Pokemon. Um. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> can I do uh, an intuition check to see if I can understand what's going on? Between these. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is seven. Okay.
1: For some reason, uh, the Pumpkaboo wants the Litwick to stay with your group. While while the Litwick definitely does not want to stay.
2: Does not want to stay with us?
1: Yes. It does not want to stay near anyone at all, it seems like.
2: Oh. Okay. Um, Does it seem like uh, how... Friendly or kind? Do they seem?
1: <laughs> uh, the Pumpkaboo seems kind of. They neither of them have taken any sort of hostile action towards you. Okay. Um. The Litwick seems afraid, but not of you.
2: Oh. Okay. Um. I'm gonna try to talk to it. I'm gonna use my Pocus Psychologist uh, edge, which lets me use Pokemon Education instead of Charm or Command or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that, and I'll say, "Hey." It's okay. What's, what's, what's wrong? I'm going to roll that. Yeah. 11. All
1: right. The Litwick stops for a moment and looks up at you and kind of edges a little bit out from where it was hiding behind the Pumpkaboo. But then it seems to see something about you and hydrate back behind again.
2: Oh, no, no, what's wrong? I don't know why it's so scared.
3: Can Liliana try talking to it? definitely what do i need to roll
1: um charm yeah charm would definitely work for well uh guile if you were lying to it
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, ch- yeah charm would be the best bet okay
3: and i got an 11
1: perfect what are you saying
3: you're like hey little guy like what's wrong are you okay like are you feeling cold here come over here we can bring light your candle and you'll be just fine don't worry
1: Litwick sneaks out a little bit more and this time doesn't hide behind the pump and it seems to be heading... It's moving a little... It moves a little closer to Liliana and actually seems to be etching a little away from Professor
2: Sneeze.
3: Oh. (laughs) I'll pretend
2: uh, not to be offended by that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'll just pat you on the back.
1: (laughs) You do notice that the pump seems to be looking at Professor Sneeze with what seems to be approval.
3: Mm. Okay. Um... Well, if I want to entice the litwick more, do I have to do another guile check? I'm guessing, or, um, or I mean charm?
1: The, or yes, um, or you can continue, just continue to talk to it and say and do something convincing
3: in that case. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna hold my hand out to it and just keep talking, like words of affirmation and, like, reassurance and everything, that everything's gonna be okay and, like, we have a nice camp that you can come back to and other Pokemon friends that you can play with, and everything will be okay and we'll take good care of you. Don't worry about it.
1: It does come a little closer to you as well, though. It, it's it's a little hesitant, but it doesn't look like it's gonna run away anymore.
2: Mm.
1: Hmm. Oh, the, the Pumpkaboo nods and kind of gives Professor Sneeze a look and then seems like it's about to turn to go.
2: Hey! Wait a second! What- What's going on? What What's this all about, Pumpkaboo?
1: Pumpkaboo kind of looks at you and then looks at the, the Litwick and then it looks down and starts... One little tendril of hair comes out and it starts kind of scratching on the ground.
2: Hmm. Um, what's it scratching? <laughs> um,
1: the Litwick has moved away and it's still dark out. So it's rather hard to make out. So the Pumpkaboo doesn't really seem to notice
2: okay uh
1: at this point the litwick has gotten close enough to you liliana that you can tell that touching its flame will hurt Mm -hmm. but it's close enough that if you reached out you could touch its flame or it's
3: or it's like body yeah
1: or it's body. it basically feels like a candle Mm
3: -hmm. A,
1: a rather large candle is rather is very close to you
3: Okay, well, I'm just gonna lean my hand down further and just kind of like try and coax it into jumping onto my hand.
1: <laughs> I will take a charm check for that.
3: Okay. so
1: M- Michael, if you want to see or if you want yeah, if you want to see what the yeah. kaboo is saying, um it's to a approach. perception check, yeah, approach it, yeah, and then like a perception check and try to yeah, or makes a perception check. Uh it'll be easier if you have light.
2: Oh, okay. I think I have I have something to I have a flashlight, I think. Alright. Yes, I do. I will turn on my flashlight. Perfect.
1: And
3: I I rolled a nine.
1: Okay. The Litwick allows you to pad it and actually as soon as the flashlight comes on, it jumps and lands on your hand. Hey. It's just kind of <laughs> cowering.
3: Aw, I'm gonna try and like Bring it up as close to me as I can without getting burned, and just kind of like keep reassuring that it that everything's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, lit, yeah, the the litwick is about one foot tall. Oh, okay. So it's, but it weighs almost nothing on your hand.
2: So. Mhm. My perception is a ten. Okay, and you had a flashlight. Yes. It's
1: so far. It's scratched out. What looks like a crude drawing of like a house with maybe a light or something in a window, and then there was an arrow, and then now it's sketching out something that looks like maybe a gravestone
2: hmm. a house and a candle or a light in the in the house
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then an arrow pointing at a gravestone,
0: yes, um Charlie is going to do a perception check uh to see if like uh. So i'm I'm watching this as well am I able to de- decipher that as well as uh, professor sneezes if you approached with him yes okay so let's say I did that okay. and and now I'd like to do an, an a perception check on the uh, on the area in general area in general okay so, and just kind of see can I find anything that resembles that drawing or or would it be a better idea to do like a Shoot, I'm trying to think. There's probably nothing I can do with my Travel Archive uh, uh, class, is there? Did you put this into your Travel Archive? Like, this area, the,
1: the lowlands?
0: Um, I don't know if I've technically, technically put anything into my Travel Archive, let's, so...
1: Let's say if you decided that you did, since I haven't reminded you of it, if you decided that you did, then you did. Okay, And if sure. you did, then you get plus two bonus on perception checks to notice the environment. Okay, So you get a plus so, two on your perception.
0: Alright, I'm going to do that then.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, So I roll the ten plus two is twelve.
1: Alright, you do notice, since you are at around the top of the hills, you can make out a few, like, little candle lights. Um, normal candles, these ones. And maybe, like, some, like, glowing... Candle winking lights from the village that you're heading towards. That you'd be in like an hour or two.
0: Okay. Um. So I I, I asked the pump pump Google, Is uh, do we need to go over there? Do we need to bring the Slitwick over over to that area?
1: The pump Goo looks up at you and just and uh, kind of sadly shakes his head and points again at the at the pictures that they drew. And then it draws another arrow and it starts sketching out something. That looks maybe crudely like a drawing of itself, and then a candle behind it, and they seem to be heading away from where the picture, like away from the picture.
2: The lit, the litwick is is from that village.
1: Pumbaa sadly nods,
2: and and it 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 died there.
1: Pumbaa kind of gives you a look, and then it it sort of shrugs. Like it, it shakes its head, but it's not. It, it doesn't seem certain. It then, um, it points to the house, and then points to Professor Sneeze, and then points to the gravestone.
2: I'm gonna try not to take that as a threat. <laughs> kind of it it,
1: it backs it backs up slightly and just like puts two tendrils up, like no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It it's
2: it lived in a house. And then it died?
1: It nods at the first part and then shakes its head at the second.
2: It lived in a house. Its trainer died. And its trainer died.
1: It looks to Charlie and nods. Oh. And then it points to Professor Sneeze again.
2: What?
0: <laughs> its trainer was old.
2: What are you trying to say? <laughs> the pump. The Pumpkaboo nods. <laughs> Okay. That's so sad. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. I don't like it. I'm really unnerved by this whole
3: situation. So does the pumpkaboo want us to help it try and find its trainer's grave?
1: Are you asking the pumpkaboo that? Or are you?
3: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, the Pumpkaboo shakes its head and it points to the litwick, and then crosses out the gravestone. But then points to the litwick again and circles the gravestone. It's seeming slightly frustrated at this
0: point <laughs> at the language barrier. Can I get? A, can I do a charades check? No. <laughs> 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 um... I think, uh, me personally, I think I'm putting it together. I just don't know if Charlie's smart enough to put it together. Um, but, so, there, there's a check for that. I'm going to do a general education check. For sure. Uh, just to see if I can uh, kind of figure this out.
1: I'd say intuition would work fairly well, too.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll do... Uh, to some try to catch more. the gist. Sure, sure. Uh, let's, let's do the intuition, and I roll the five.
1: Okay. You don't quite get it, but you're getting something about the Litwick and its reaction to the death. Okay.
2: Um, I'm gonna try to back up on the intuition as well. For sure. Uh, It's
1: a ten. Okay. You're getting. You think that what the pumpkin is trying to saying is that the Litwick blamed itself. No. For the death, and so is trying. And so is running away essentially but it's it was it's trying to say that that's not what happened but it's saying that's what the the Litwick thinks
2: that's how it sees it Mm -hmm. that's so sad
1: (laughs) and so it points uh, the Punkaboo nods and then it points to you guys as a group and then points to your Pokeballs and then points to the Litwick
2: you want us to take it in it nods. Uh, Litwick is, is is that something that you'd like? The, the Litwick
1: seems to be like leaning as far away from Professor Sneeze as it can.
2: Well, that's
3: I I I,
2: I won't intrude. I won't I won't bother you. I I understand. hides. Well, Litwick, do you just want
3: to be with us for a little while?
1: It it thinks for a moment. It kind of grabs onto Liliana's arm a
2: little more. Liliana, it seems quite taken with you.
3: I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I can definitely take care of you and help you out. That's no problem.
1: It nods while holding onto
0: your arm.
3: Oh, <laughs> thank you, Pumpkaboo.
1: Pumpkaboo nods satisfied and looks
0: like it's about to turn to leave again. Uh, Charlie, uh, as the Pumpkaboo turns to leave, Charlie uh, looks for uh, looks to grab a Pokeball, but he <laughs> realizes that he left his Pokeballs back at camp. <laughs> Ah, shoot. With a wave of its its hairs, the
1: Pumpkaboo walks off into the night, or floats off into the night.
4: <laughs>
1: so, Liliana, if you want to use one of your Pokeballs, that is a level 8
0: Litwick.
3: Okay, cool. I will do that.
0: But now we have two fire types. I mean, that's not good for team diversity. <laughs> well, only one of them's fire at the moment.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to be a good person.
0: Is that, is that right? Am I am I failing at my Pokemon knowledge? No,
1: Fletchling isn't a fire type until it evolves.
0: No, Growlithe. The Growlithe. Oh, Growlithe, growlith, you're growlith. right. Yep. And once it evolves, you'll have, you'll have three fire types. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh nice. So with this, I assume we all head back to our camp?
1: Yes. That sounds like a good plan.
0: And is everybody right.
2: safe and well and
1: everybody is safe and well and Melody seems to be singing a very slight lullaby over the camp. Oh. Very
2: close. Thanks, Melody. Good work. About what uh, what time is it? Is it
1: It's maybe three in the morning.
2: Oh, okay.
0: We we should get some more sleep. Uh yeah. <clears throat> Charlie yeah, uh Charlie. Probably was uh, half asleep the whole time anyway. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, since he didn't have any Pokeballs to catch Pokemon with, uh, he lays down next to Ponyard again and uh, and tries to, to rest a little while. Okay, so that's everyone's heading to bed.
3: Yes. Yep. Sounds like it.
1: Okay. All right. so you all sleep and are uninterrupted for the next for the rest of the night, and you wake up bright and early the next morning.
2: Um... So
1: do your three baby
2: Pokemon. Professor Sneeze is gonna to go to uh, the APOM and say D- Do you still talk? Never stopped. Okay. Just making sure it wasn't all a dream or a hallucination <laughs> from that poison. Okay. Now, say, Understandable response. Do you think that you would prefer to be in a Pokeball just to be safe? Safety...
1: Decent, but detrimental to proper gathering of information. I see. Needs that's... observation.
2: Well, I I understand that as a researcher myself, observation is the most important thing. So, um, just know though that the first sign of danger, I'm gonna put you in this pokeball to keep you safe.
0: Is uh is my poniard awake? Oh. The poniard
1: does seem to be awake, and it seems to be dismantling the. Uh, hammock and re and reweaving the strands into something else
0: <laughs> okay uh hey hey apom uh, what what about what about uh, my ponyard here does,
1: does uh, she want to be in a pokeball the apom chirps something over to the ponyard ponyard looks up taps something quickly on one of the stones and then just goes back to doing it and the apom looks up and goes at the mo at at moment no prefers gathering inspiration, I believe she said. Okay, cool.
3: Alright, well, hey Apom, what about my Growlithe?
1: Growlith is running around happily, trying to like push over <laughs> rocks and running into everyone and licking all of them and everything there. Apom chirps something to her and is promptly bowled over as the Growlithe runs over excitedly.
3: <laughs> okay, so that's a definite no. <laughs>
1: Well, it's still puppy, very disjointed, di- disjointed talking.
4: <laughs>
1: perhaps yes, perhaps no. Seems excited either way.
3: <laughs> we'll just wait until it gets a little more tired.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Well, uh, Archivist or er, archetype. I'm going to call you Archie. How's that?
1: <laughs> Acceptable.
2: Well, Archie, um, let's go.
1: Archie scrambles up and perches on your shul- on Professor Sneeze's shoulder.
2: Are you, you comfortable? Know, uh, reasonably. All right.
1: The Growler seems to sense that you're going somewhere and starts jumping around even more excitedly and like running around. Liliana getting ready to go. The Poniard seems to have finished what she was doing. Uh, she holds up what looks like a
0: backpack and slings it over her shoulders um i i reach out to try and uh to try and carry it and i'm very curious as to how she will react (laughs) (laughs) you feel a
1: pinprick as something hits your palm as uh one of her things hits your palm and
0: she just kind of looks at you ow okay all right so i just kind of put my hands like all right and i just kind of let her have her space
2: be careful, Charlie. Ponyards are sharp.
0: The poniard looks over to
1: uh the apom and taps again on one on the rock. And the uh Archie looks over to Charlie and says ask. Ask next time. <laughs> All right, good.
2: Got, great. We're getting somewhere. <laughs>
1: Alright, so you guys get ready to go. Within uh, the next hour or two, you make it to uh, the small village nearby.
2: I think we need um, to hit up the Pokemon Center. Let me say that in character.
3: I think we need to hit
2: up the Pokemon Center!
3: I think you're right.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: um, let's good. do it.
1: <laughs> Something you may not have noticed, except for the excursion in the morning, but you do see like a small graveyard to one side of the village.
0: Mm. But... Besides that, you make it to the Pokemon Center just fine.
2: We heal our Pokemon.
0: Uh, so I assume by going to the Pokemon Center, we heal ourselves as well, right? You can indeed, yes. They okay. have situations there to help out uh, people as well as Pokemon. Good, because I'm still hanging on to like 15 points of damage from uh, getting knocked on the head by a shellmet. Yeah. I think you're doing better than Professor Sneeze. But Yeah. <laughs> That's right
2: got some right. damage from my uh, poison.
0: Yeah. The <laughs>
2: so poison.
1: it takes an hour or two, but you're all healed back up to full and ready to go.
0: So what time of day is this?
1: Uh, it is still about uh, early to mid-morning. Uh, if you head down the road, you should be able to reach Clear Lake City by around mid-afternoon.
3: Well, maybe we should also quick stop at a Pokemart, too, because I would like to stock up on a few more Pokeballs.
1: Definitely. There is a small Pokemart in town. And did you see uh, what money Liliana has at the moment?
3: Yeah, she has like 1500 some, 1800
1: Oh, my yep. goodness. Yep. So she's rich. So wealthy. <laughs> I'll make
3: it rain.
1: She didn't restock last time, so
0: she still has a decent amount. Well, and she also yeah. stole some money, too, so there's that. It's true.
4: Yeah, I did. We don't know
0: that she did that, but we know she <laughs> did that.
2: All right.
1: It's all so for you the make it, good. You make it to the Pokemart where the person is happy to sell you pokeballs at about uh four hundred poke for per pokeball. Okay, cool. Four
2: hundred uh, per pokeball?
1: Yes. Basic balls are
0: usually the base price is two fifty. Yeah. Um Charlie would like to do a general education check just to see if there's anything going on with uh, this like as some explanation as why it seems the prices of the pokeballs are going up. So uh that's a 7. You are moving
1: towards areas with more uh trainer traffic. Mm. So there's more demand for pokeballs so they're able to bring up the price. Plus you are still in D territory and D's like to haggle. Okay. So they'll start uh, at a higher price, and you can haggle them down.
3: I wouldn't mind doing some haggling.
1: Alright. Uh, charm or Guile?
3: Oh, let's go with Guile. That's more fun.
1: Okay, what are you <laughs> saying? that uh, get them to haggle it down for you.
3: Um, oh, okay, well, I rolled a 12. So I'm gonna go up to them and be like, <sighs> man, these these Pokeballs do seem like they're in very good condition very good quality as so does your Pokemart very top of the line. Uh, but I was wondering since I have been on the road for a few days, I'm kind of cutting a little short on the cash here. So I was wondering if maybe you'd like to uh, just bring it down just a smidgen for me just to help an old friend out and, you know, maybe I'll do something for you in the future.
1: The shopkeeper uh, nods sympathetically. And is like, well, I would love to, but of course, um, I need to keep my own business in mind, and my own prices. So anything less than three hundred would just be robbery from me.
3: Oh no, of course, no, I totally understand that. But you see, I'm really, really low on cash, so maybe we could just drop it down to two fifty even.
1: Give me another guile check.
3: Oh, okay. I got twenty one that time.
1: Ooh, nice. nice. He considers for one, it's like, it's nearly highway robbery, but for you, I think I can do 250
3: Thank you so much. You won't regret this, I promise.
1: How much, uh, how many Pokeballs would you like to buy?
3: Um, are they all just basic balls, or?
1: He has basic balls that he's selling now for 250 He seems very happy um, to show you that he has a couple of timer balls in stock which he's selling for, he has three of them, and he's selling them for a 1000 apiece.
3: Oh, dang. Nice. Um, I'll just go with the regular Pokeballs then. Um, okay. Let's buy, um, I'll get three of them.
0: Okay. And then just uh, to be clear and uh, to hopefully let our audience know, uh, Timer Balls are the ones that get more effective the longer you're in battle with Pokemon, is that right? That is mm-hmm. indeed correct, yes.
2: Maximize right. after five rounds, I think?
0: I believe so. Awesome, good. Okay. So, uh, Charlie's been pretty bored, because he's uh, he has no money at this time, because he bought Pokeballs uh, at the last uh, shop. Okay. So, like, can we go yet? I want to get to Clear Lake City. I want to try and get our, our first gym badge.
3: Oh, you are fine. We can go soon.
0: We'll get there, Charlie. Hold your
2: horses. Uh,
0: going for your first badge? Don't don't says. don't you mean don't you mean hold your ponytail? That's what I mean. Hold <laughs> your
1: ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> shopkeeper, uh, pers- going for your first badge. Uh, may I see uh, one of your Pokemon? I'm always curious to see what new po-
0: what uh, trainers are going for their badges at uh, Clear Lake. Um, um, just- with Charlie very proudly uh, uh, brings out Bernie. Yeah, sure. Check this one out. This is my Torchic Bernie. And Bernie comes out of his Pokeball. With um,
2: Apom on Professor Sneeze's shoulder, or Mm -hmm. Archie, I just gesture to to Archie.
1: (laughs) The shopkeeper looks over uh, Bernie with a critical eye and kind of looks over... Archie as well, and it's like, well, bringing a newborn Pokemon uh, to McCool may not be the best of plans. He doesn't pull his punches even for new trainers, and while your Torchic is well trained at the start, I would suggest doing a little more training before challenging the gym. There are always good quests and th- and uh, good jobs going on at this at the city itself. And it's okay. always good to do a little more training. Okay, like where where can we do that? Oh, there's always a there's there's a job board uh, placed at the at uh, Town Square,
0: usually. OK, Bernie, come back. Let's go check it out. And Charlie's out of the shop already. <laughs> T- tell him I meant the Town Square at Clear Lake
1: City. We're, okay. we're, a, we're we're a smaller village here, I'm afraid. We don't we don't have the the funds to hire trainers as they as they pass through.
0: And so, yeah, Charlie is out there looking for the the job board in, in this small town. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. Dumb kid. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll catch up Liliana, with him. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Liliana turns to the shopkeeper and she asks, well, uh, are there any jobs that you would recommend for us in particular? Or
1: I know that there's uh, been some difficulties with runoff from Ratu. And he says Ratu with a little bit of a contemptuous twirl to his voice uh, going on near Clear Lake. And that's a good place to find poison types. McCool usually uses water and grass, so poison types are good against him. Um, There's always the uh, annual, uh, or there's always the Clear Lake Triathlon. I believe they have those running weekly or so. And if you've got a water type, it's it's a great uh, mission to go on. And there's also some uh, researchers nearby. They're always swooping around, and usually they have some odd jobs.
3: Sounds
1: good. Thank you. Welcome. Best of luck. It's really hard not to say welcome champ in the making with him. <laughs> all right. So you collect we Charlie forward. and head out. <laughs> we, we, we
2: wrangle Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we head toward Clear Lake City. Sounds good. Um. All
1: right. As you're moving along, um, you... Uh, come across, and, uh, can I get a perception check from everybody?
0: Sure. Yes. Uh, how good am I at perception come on train? I'm Four.
3: I got a nine.
0: I got eleven. Okay, Liliana and Charlie, you hear
1: some <coughs> buying coming from farther up the road.
3: I hear some what? Sorry? Buying.
1: Uh, Oh,
3: cute. Okay. I, I run over to go and see what it is.
1: Okay. Um, as you come around the corner, you come across a group of five mareep mm. who are grazing peacefully in the woodlands. All of you know what mareep are. Um, basically, it's the children's book. Oh. My little Marie, Mary, Marie. Every like all of you have grown up knowing what mareep are. Uh. Professor Sneeze, you probably grew up seeing them around Trilothon Sanctuary. They're a great mm-hmm. uh, area for wool and for clothing. Charlie, you may have seen a few of them at uh, cr- at Landsmeet, because it's a, it's a grassland area and they're nearby. Sure. Uh, Liliana, you probably never saw them, but you knew there were ranches just outside of Ratu that had Marith as well. Mm-hmm. They're mostly domesticated, so finding them out in the wild is a surprise.
2: It's interesting. Okay. Ooh, um, I should probably have an electric type for going up against this gym. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, Charlotte's like, yeah, I want to catch one too. When,
2: really
1: when they see the Mareep look up and then just kind of look away, they they don't seem to be noticing you. <laughs> they don't I seem will. bothered by your presence.
0: Can I do a Pokemon education check to see like how strong these are, or Like kind of like mm. the level at which they're at? For sure. Alright. Hey, that's awesome. That's a two. <laughs> I'll try.
1: Okay. Um, you are pretty sure these are the most powerful Mareep in the world. <laughs> How's a... Since it? you rolled two ones. <laughs> How's a sixteen do? Um, A sixteen, you are pretty sure these Mareep are fairly youngish. It's early enough that they haven't trained enough. They're not newborn, but they're a little bit, they're, they're still not as trained as, say, Melody would be. Okay. So they're powerful, but not too powerful. Or they're not really powerful. They're, they're, they're younger. They, your
0: Pokemon should be fine against so them. So Charlie might say something to the effect of, "Uh, whoa, I, these seem really strong. I don't know if I want to get into a tussle with them.
2: <laughs> oh, Charlie, they're not that strong. We can We can easily manage
0: these. Well, if you say so. Uh, so here's another question: With this many Pokemon out, would I be able to aim my Pokeball well enough to actually hit one? Is that still that should still be fine? Yes. Hmm. As long as you choose one of them. To okay. Hit, yes. Then, okay. Then I will. Like, is there is there one in the middle?
1: <laughs> um, they're hmm. spaced out in a ragged line, so you could choose a general middle. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, then I'm going to
1: and... uh. Right now, this is basically a surprise round, mm-hmm. so you don't have to move in turn order. Okay. Okay. The Marie, yeah, don't seem to be expecting anything.
0: Sure. Uh, I load a pokeball into my slingshot and I uh, throw it at the one in the middle. Okay. Give me an attack roll.
1: Uh, I get a fifteen. Okay, that is a solid hit,
0: and then it is one d eight plus thirteen. Okay. And uh, I'm going to... 15, actually, sorry. 1d8 plus 15. Okay. And is that... That's what I thought. Good. Thank you. 1d8 plus 15. So that's 4. So it's a 19.
1: Okay. Solid. it. And then are you going to try to capture it with that roll as well? Uh,
0: yes, I will. Okay. Give me a so d100 pers- roll. Percentile dice. All right uh that's a 70.
1: 70 okay pokeball shakes once shakes twice shakes three times ding level seven
2: male marie (laughs) what i'm gonna release melody from the pokeball come on out melody Let's do some battling!
1: Okay. So, uh, Melody can still go on the surprise round, and Liliana, you can still do what you like as well.
3: Okay. Um, well, I think I'm just going to go ahead and try and throw just a regular Pokeball at a random one.
1: Okay. Roll a d20.
3: I got a 12.
1: <laughs> you hit. Okay. Roll a d100.
3: I got 91.
1: Okay, the ball shakes once and then bursts and the Marie comes out of it looking so sl- sl- slightly unhappy um, okay. It does you notice that the pokeball just rolls away, so it's intact, but it's over there So you might be able to pick that pokeball up again okay. All right, what does melody do
2: I'm gonna say melody put him to sleep sing And Okay Enrolled rolled an 18.
1: That catches all of the Pokemon. And so wow. the yes. four Mareep who have started panicking and moving around all pass out. <laughs>
4: nice. Yes. Thanks.
1: So the Mareep are now counting Jigglypuff. Wait, no. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes... Bounces the uh, thing back... I need to remember who Who is the fastest Out of you guys
2: I have 10 Actually it's Professor Sneeze So Professor yeah. Sneeze you're up I'm gonna throw a Pokeball Not at the Mareep that Liliana was trying to catch Okay, okay. Throw it um, A different one okay. 18 On the roll That hits And a 63 On the second trap
1: Sixty-three. Pokeball shakes once, twice. Ding! That is a level 7 male Mareep.
3: Woohoo! Um, Liliana's going to try and run up, quick catch the Pokeball that she, um, the Mareep had missed, and then just toss it at one again.
1: Okay, you managed to scoop it up and toss it at him.
3: So, what do I roll? Ah, uh, d twenty. Oh my god, a twelve. <laughs> you hit. Woo. Okay. okay, and then a d one hundred, right?
1: Yes. Okay,
3: I got a ninety
1: four. Ball shakes once and then breaks open again.
3: <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me! This is just like a harp. Oh,
2: come on, Liliana, you can do it.
3: Oh my gosh. Somebody
1: okay. Actually,
0: manages to sleep through it.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: Charlie,
0: okay. up. all right. Uh, I release uh, who do I release? Um I'm gonna release uh, I'm gonna release um, hangry and um, I'm going to have him encounter one of the two that uh, is not uh, being occupied by Sneeze and Liliana. Okay, and he is fast enough to go, so it is his turn. All right, uh, I will have him attack with uh, poison sting. So it's oh, a yeah. D eight uh, plus two. D eight D eight plus fifteen. Is am I reading that right? It's a D eight
1: plus fifteen. That is correct. But first, you roll a D twenty to make okay. sure you hit.
0: Uh, five. Did, did a five hit? Five does hit. Yes. So now D eight plus fifteen. Okay. And so that's going to be 16 total. 16 total. Okay. That hit uh,
1: sinks into the fur of the Mareep without showing any noticeable damage, but it does seem to wake up and bleat in pain. Um, Another Mareep wakes up, looks around blearily, and sees the only one closest to them, which is Liliana. And it runs up and jumps at Liliana... And hits with a solid tackle, Oh, dang. which does fourteen damage minus your defense.
2: Oh man!
1: So seven damage. Okay. Um, the other one that awoke with the bleed of pain stares down the uh, stares down Hangry and blasts out a shot. A uh, blasts out a bolt of lightning. Uh, the bolt seems rather weak but it hits Hangry, who starts to jerk around a little bit. Uh, Hangry is paralyzed. Uh-huh. And Michael, Melody is up.
2: Melody, uh, the Mareep awake.
1: Two of them are. One of them is not.
2: Okay. I'll say... Uh, Melody! Pound on that one that just tackled Liliana! All right, roll a d20. Natural one.
1: <laughs> and she go uh Melody runs forward to hit it, but trips over a rock and goes rolling down a hill. Oh no, Melody! She's perfectly alright at the bottom, but looks a little dizzy.
2: <laughs> oh, that's alright! We can Charlie. get back up on our feet.
1: Or actually, Professor Sneeze, you're up. Um you have anything to do in the battle?
2: I don't know if I have anything to contribute, so I will pass. No problem.
1: All right, that means, Liliana, you are up.
3: Okay, Liliana um, is going to send out Turtwig.
4: Okay.
3: And um, sh- um, she'll have Turtwig Spicy. use Tackle.
1: All right. On um, the one that just tackled you? Yes. Okay.
3: Perfect.
1: Um, so, so I roll... roll a d20, right?
3: Yes. Okay, so I got a 16.
1: That hits. So a d8 d8 plus 23. I got a 29. 29. All right, that was a good, solid hit on it. The uh, Marie goes back with a bleat and seems to be limping a little bit afterwards. Um, you do have one standard action, so you can still chuck a Pokeball if you so choose.
3: Okay, I'm gonna try and throw the Pokeball that I keep trying to hit it with.
1: <laughs> same one that's asleep or the one that tackled you?
3: The one that tackled me. Okay. With the same Pokeball.
1: <laughs> okay. Roll a d20. Okay. 14. <laughs> that hits. And then roll a d percentile.
3: Ah, oh, 57.
1: Uh, Pokeball sh- uh, shakes once, twice,
3: ding! Oh my gosh, finally.
1: Level 7, female Marie.
3: <laughs> Way to of go, course, Liliana! <laughs> Woohoo, hey, thanks!
1: Alright. um, That makes it Charlie's turn. And... Charlie, you also hear a crashing noise coming through the trees. I do a perception. The perception. I rolled a perception check okay. for you. And uh, I do a
0: perception. Talk. Okay. I I the crashing noise, ignoring the the battle that's going on. Okay. you cannot see anything at the moment, but uh, you can hear it coming closer. Okay. All okay. All right. So I I look toward the toward the noise, but. Uh, don't pay much, uh, mind to it and, uh, tell Hangry to attack with another poison sting on the one that I have. The Mareep that it's, uh, already, uh, engaged with with another poison sting, but it's unparalyzed. That's a two. A two means that, uh, Hangry
1: seizes up and is unable to move,
0: Mm. unfortunately. So, that
1: means that the only two Mareep left, one of them... The one that was asleep finally wakes up Mm -hmm. and looks around confusedly uh, before hitting Spicy with a tackle this time around. This tackle does 20 damage minus Spicy's defense, so 11 total damage to Spicy, who is healed back up to full from before, so this is the first damage he's taken. The second Marit snorts as it sees Hangry kind of being hit by the electricity, looks around and then growls hmm. at everybody. But the growl does not seem to be very effective.
2: <laughs> well that was cute. <laughs> Professor Sneeze, Don't just
4: as you're it. about
1: to, Professor Sneeze, just as you're about to get ready to go, um, the crashing that Charlie heard can now be heard by all of you. And out bursts an older gentleman, well, to everybody except for Professor Sneeze, an older gentleman, uh, wearing uh, what seems to be just, like, uh, kind of leather pants and overalls and everything, and next to him is a Flaffy. Oh. And he runs in and is like, what are you doing to my Mareep? Your Mareep? Yes, my Mareep. Mareep are domesticated. What did you think they were doing out here?
3: Um... Liliana would like to use Guile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. What is she saying?
3: Uh, Well, hold your horse or pony <laughs> Um. Okay. I got a 13. Okay, um, what do so you say? Liliana is like oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, they're domesticated? Well, i just, I was so surprised. I've never seen Marit before. I've never been out of Ratu, so I didn't know. I'd never heard of anything like that. I am so sorry, I would have never done anything to them. I just really wanted to see them and then they just got so mad at us and I started freaking out and I was so worried and so my friends came and helped me to make sure that everything was okay and to fend them off and that's why I'm hurt so I'm so sorry. We didn't mean to do any sort of damage or harm or anything.
1: The farmer looks at you and snorts. (laughs) Hmm. Ratu. Explains a lot. (laughs) Ouch. Regardless of whether they attacked you or you attacked me, these Mareep are a significant amount of money for me. And it looks like what?
0: Why'd you just leave them out here and you?
1: Their free-range Mareep allows them to grow their uh, wool much more shiny, much more with a much greater luster, uh, fetches higher prices on the markets, ends up with healthier Mareep, evolves them into Flaffy a lot faster, which works well as work dogs. Do you want me to go into this? Because I can.
2: Well, young man, I, I think maybe you should you should have at least somebody watching them more frequently so that accidents like this don't happen.
1: He gets a little gleam in his eye. Well maybe you could help me with that as repayment for the Mareep you've already stolen you see my stout land has gotten rather old lately and he used to keep them a little more corralled and keep an eye on them so that stuff like uh, nosy trainers coming in and catching them didn't happen but he's gotten too old to take care of them lately and besides he I was spending a fortune on paralyzed heels every time he got close to them <laughs> But I know that a Shinx, or should I say a Luxray, laid uh, her eggs nearby, and they've hatched into a couple of Shinx. Mm-hmm. If you catch one of those for me and bring them in, uh, then I would say that would be perfect. And maybe I'd even throw in a Mareep or two, just as a show of goodwill.
2: Sure. I think we can we can do that for you.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, as repayment, since we mm-hmm. feel so awful.
2: Do, do you have any Pokeballs for us to capture this Shinx in for you? The
1: farmer looks at you and shrugs. You're trainers. trainer, so you have your Pokeballs.
2: I I'm don't sure have any.
1: <laughs> Is that true, or do you need to roll Guile?
2: No, that's absolutely true.
1: Okay, you ran out. <laughs> well, you can roll Charm if you'd like him to give you one. Or Guile if you're trying to trick him into giving you one.
2: I'll use some charm. I'll I'll turn on the charm. Ten. He considers for a moment
1: and then pulls
2: out a basic
1: ball and tosses it to you. There you are.
3: Oh, thank you. What about for the rest of us?
1: I only need one shinx. He's already turned and started heading back, like clucking the marie to come after him. Hmm. The luxury laid her eggs to the west. She's usually out hunting in the daytime, so now would be the best time to go after them.
2: All right, gang. Let's go get a shinx. All
1: right. Survival skill to track.
2: Survival. I've got good survival. I'm a novice in survival.
0: Nine.
3: Oh, I got a five. I don't know if that helps any, but there you go. I
0: rolled an 11 in survival, if that nice. helps out at all. I know it beat out Michael's roll slightly. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So you start uh, being able to head
1: west, and soon enough, so uh, you and Professor Sneeze together manage to pick up on the Shinx's trail. You can tell that there's a Luxio nearby, which is kind of the intermediate. And soon enough, you get close enough that you start being able to hear some Pokemon playing nearby.
2: Let's be quiet.
1: That would gonna, be a
2: stealth. I'm going to roll in my pathetic stealth. A five.
0: Not bad.
3: Um I got a 9 if that helps at all.
0: For sure. And I roll a 7. Sweet.
1: Okay, you come around the corner to see two small cat-like pokemon with blue fur um shading into black along the back of their flanks, uh yellow eyes, yellow in their ears and yellow bands around their front paws with a yellow star shape on the back of their tail. Uh, the two shinks are looking directly at you. Hmm. They rolled really good perception. <laughs> All right. Um. They don't seem to be reacting much at the moment, but they're still kind of just like, "What are you doing?" Like they, they um, seem wary but not afraid.
3: Well, is there a way for Liliana to right, send um, Ralph over to kind of play with them, Charlie? A
1: Uh, You almost you have to kind of hold back the Growlithe from going over to play with them. (laughs) He's very excited. Okay. They're kind of reacting though, as like cats reacting to a dog. So.
3: Oh. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Never mind.
0: (laughs) Um, I'd like to roll a perception check and see, uh, if I notice any other Pokemon around in the area other than the two Shinx. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go right ahead. I rolled a thirteen. Okay. You
1: don't see any other uh Pokemon in the area. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. You did see the tracks of Alexio that are fairly fresh, but though it's far enough away that um it's not gonna come it's not just around a corner. Okay. Okay, sorry. Uh Liliana, what were you going to do?
3: Oh oh me.
1: Yes, what were you gonna do?
3: Oh, okay, sorry. Um I am going to roll a charm, um, oops. and I got a 7, so I'm going to try and kind of coax at least one of the little um, shinks over, just um, kind of do my thing, and we're put my hand a little closer to the ground and be like, oh, here, come on over here, little shinks. Like, oh, don't you want to play with me? You're so cute. You're so sweet. Come over here.
1: The Growlithe sits down and kind of pants happily. And the shinks are looking at you. And one of them starts creeping forward. The other one kind of gives it a look. But does it doesn't move. But the other one's creeping forward just a little bit.
2: All right. We got to catch one of these for that, for that uh, Marie Perder.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Charlie says, "Okay," and loads a Pokeball in the in his sling and throws it at the one that's not walking toward uh, toward Liliana. Roll a d twenty. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's a seventeen.
1: Okay, that hits. Are you damaging it first, or are you just catching it?
0: Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll for some damage. Okay, one d eight plus fifteen. Uh, to- twenty is the uh, is the total. Okay, and
1: then roll to capture. Uh, seventy-three. Okay, capture. Um, Pokeball closes over it. Shakes once, twice. Ding! That is a level five male Shinx. Oh yeah. Uh, the other Shinx jumps about a foot, and when it lands, it looks like it's about to start running. It's also uh, making a very loud meowing noise.
3: Oh, geez. Okay. Um, so... Hurry up. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Liliana is just kind of pushing away Professor Season's like, okay, okay. I'll, just give me a second. It's a cat. Um, <laughs> or Shinx. And so uh, Liliana calls the virtue too quickly and um, has her do tackle real quick on that Shinx.
1: So roll a d20.
3: I got 13 for d20.
1: That hits. Roll a okay. d8 and add 23.
3: Okay, I got 30 for that.
1: Okay. That does a fairly good chunk of damage.
3: Okay, and, it looks and then like, can I, I still throw a like... Pokeball too? Or... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to do that.
1: You have time to throw one Pokeball before that. chinks will be uh, well away.
3: <laughs> okay, so I got... Uh, s- roll a d20, right? Yes. Okay, got 16 for that, and then roll a... 100? 100 D100, yes. Okay, so I got 91 for that.
1: Okay, Pokeball shakes once, twice, and bursts open again.
3: Oh, come on!
1: <laughs> and so the Shinx is heading out. Um, Professor Sneeze, if you want to do anything, you can. Um you haven't done anything yet but then at that point the Shinx will be out of if if you decide to chase it down you can but if not it'll be out of range
2: Hmm. trying to decide what Professor Sneeze would do in this situation <laughs> like mm, I don't know on the one hand I want to help Liliana catch it on the other hand I want to just get out of here
3: <laughs> I'd say we can just get out of here
2: yeah Yeah, I I think I'll just pass my turn. Okay.
1: Sounds good. The Shinx runs and runs around the corner, still meowing along the way. Uh, Though you do hear Liliana, you hear something growling. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Something else. And it seems to be getting closer.
3: Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Um... Uh, so, it
1: is your guys' turn. Sorry, you know, out you're, of you're out of
3: combat. <laughs> yeah, I'd say let's just skedaddle.
1: Okay. You guys skedaddle back to where you found the Mareep. <laughs> and uh, you find the Mareep farmer waiting there. He's like, get the shinks.
2: Charlie did.
1: He holds out his hand.
2: Now, Charlie, don't be shy.
3: <laughs> we lost Charlie! Oh, no! <laughs> this is why we need a child leash on him.
0: <laughs> um, alright, so yeah, uh, so with, uh, the Perder, I, uh, I say, yep, I've uh, got the shinks for you, here you go. Okay. Takes the ball and looks you guys over and says,
1: eh, I keep the reap I have, I have more than enough this year anyways.
2: Well, I want fuss about
1: I needed a Shinx and I don't and I didn't want to I didn't want to risk my Flaffy against the Luxray
2: Uh, I see alright nice knowing ya
1: bye (laughs) I want to work on those intuition skills uh, uh, when you go up against the gym leaders
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then um, good I luck, will take a... uh Charlie does take a moment to actually. No, never mind. That's the wrong archive. Uh, Char- Charlie's all good. Okay,
2: oh. all right. perfect. And we'll all right. just keep
1: going. are able to move farther down the road, and uh, soon enough, you crest over a hill and are able to see Clear Lake City. Uh, for just a moment, it's kind of hard to see that there is a city there um d architecture makes it so that it looks more like part of the shoreline rather than the city itself especially since your view is much more captivated by the shoreline at first um clear lake is well named it literally looks as though um there's a drop off on the ground and then it travels a little farther down only the shimmer of the sun uh, of the lowering sun on the water's side lets you see that there's actually a lake in front of you. Hmm. Except for a few patches of murky water coming from the north, which seem to thread their way down and end up right near where you can see the city lines. As you get closer to the city, you pass what looks like a newly excavated section of ruins. Um, You notice you know uh general education check, sorry. Let's see. Oh.
0: Twelve. Five.
3: One. Hey. <laughs> okay. Lydia has
2: <laughs> Lydia has definitely not been out of Ratu, or Liliana has not. Um... <laughs> don't miss char... don't mix character knowledge and player knowledge. Right. Uh Professor <laughs> <Thank> Sneeze. <you. laughs> professor sneeze
1: you know that clear lake city has uh especially there have been a lot of ruins right next to clear lake city within the lake itself and it's been an ongoing debate between uh the gym leader and researchers especially from the chan regions but from all around to excavate and study these ruins so far uh the gym leaders of clear lake city have refused to allow more than uh more than just non-involved observation, no excavation possible. Mm -hmm. Um, This new excavation here seems to be outside of the ruins, and so there's a little more excavating done, but at the moment, all uh, excavation and things going on there seems to have stopped. As you pass it, Archie perks up Mm -hmm. on Professor Sneed's shoulder and goes, Knowledge archetype. What? Where? Inside ruins. Knowledge and... Knowledge and slumber. Interesting combination. Worth talking to. Should we investigate? May no more. Let's go check it out.
3: Might as well.
1: Okay. Um, as you are heading towards the ruins, you are stopped uh, by a woman in more professional-looking clothes. Whoa there, trainers. Guessing trainers? Um, I'm sorry, the ruins are off-limits.
2: Oh, uh, uh... That, that's all right. Um, when when will they be open again?
1: That's that's up to McCool. So far, he's uh, stonewalled any of our access. I, I'm sorry, that's a little uh, inappropriate. He's respectfully degla- declined allowing us to further investigate this area. Oh. Any any observation needs to go through him.
2: Okay, w- we'll check with him then. Well, gang, I guess we you have to go through the gym leader
1: okay and I believe that that is a good time to end this session thank you everybody for joining us this week you can find us online at tapestryradio.org pokemon-rollout on twitter at Podcasts, and on facebook at facebook.com slash rollout. once again I'm Nick and I still have no social media stuff to be followed on
0: Uh, I'm Paul and when my internet works you can find me uh, on Twitter at at ProfStag I'm Michael,
2: you can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L
3: I'm Lydia and I still got nothing
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend retweet us and especially please rate us on iTunes we really appreciate it Thanks for listening and we'll catch ya later.
2: Cool. That's my imitation of our thing. That was great. Nice
1: next time on Pokemon Rollout. The Trainers have reached Clear Lake City with their archetype Pokemon in tow and a whole host of questions waiting to be answered. The archetype of slumber and knowledge may be able to tell them more, but it's sealed away in the ruins, and only gym leader Mukul can allow them entrance. Are their Pokemon ready to face down the first gym of the Chandy region, or will they need to do some jobs for the people of Clear Lake before defeating the voice of the land, Mukul? Tune in next time to find out here at Pokemon Rollout. I need to go and grab the banana bread. <laughs> I'll be right back. Sorry.
3: This is important. Everything
1: okay? Or something?
0: Yeah, no, I'm just uh, knocking things around. Uh, <laughs> everything's right. fine. <laughs> well,
1: if you were that upset about not getting <laughs> <you're>
3: it. <fine. laughs> no. All right. Old school is classy.
2: <laughs> That's right. All right. I'm a uh, hipster
3: Oh
2: <laughs>
4: dear.
2: Obscurantism and obfuscation Orally observed gentle listener Obviated objects of oblivion Obambulating about Offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network Tapestryradio.org From our fancy to yours